0: Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome. I do count it as a privilege that you have chose my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you for sharing this to your social media platforms, as well as giving me five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you in this episode, and I hope that you decide to come back as I produce most of my episodes weekly or biweekly. Sometimes we get a treat and I do them twice in a week. I'm also wanting to let you know that I am a licensed mental health professional and I practice in the state of Maryland as well as Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement For therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage people. I'm also a published author, and I have two books that you can find on Amazon titled Mission Uncomfortable Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, as well as My Purpose Then and Now. You'll find that information in the show notes if you're interested. Now, Make sure you listen all the way to the very end because there's other ways to get in contact with me and connecting with me. All right, let's get ready for this episode. The episode that you're getting ready to listen to is part of a four-part series, Mastering Communication in Relationships. So check back and make sure that you've listened to them all And I hope you really enjoy them. How many of y'all remember the movie where there was this major catchphrase that people say pretty often? And it was like, I think it was Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. And I think Chris Tucker said to Jackie Chan, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? (laughs) Well, I know that because of the accent and the language that there was a there may have been a little bit of communication problem between the two when they were talking to one another. But what I'm talking about today is not really based off of language barrier, meaning like a foreign language or, you know, English or Spanish or any other foreign language. What I'm talking about when I say in this episode about language, I'm talking in more about the style of communication that people may use when they're talking to someone, when they're communicating through email or text messages. So when we're thinking about that, how often do we even pay attention to their style of communication. Now, I know that when I'm going to somebody to talk about a certain thing or express my feelings or talk about something that happened to me, most of the time, there is a whole lot of emotion involved in what I'm saying. And I tend to give a whole lot of detail about the topic or what it is that I'm talking about. And sometimes when I'm going to somebody, certain people, I might say, they may have this glazed look over their eyes or they may have um, this look of confusion. They may even have um, this thing where they seem a little bit distracted while I'm talking. They might be looking down at their phone or looking away or checking their watch or something. And when I see that, usually I'm starting to feel a little bit annoyed because I feel like they're not really hearing what I'm saying or paying attention to what I'm saying. So I'm not very keen on their actual style of communication because if I knew how they communicated, I probably would adjust my style just well enough so it could be a pretty... Uh, a much better conversation. So when you go talk to someone, are you at all aware of the way that they speak or the way that they communicate? Some people, when you communicate with them, they really just want the facts. They want to know what is the situation, um, what did you do, or what did they do, and what would you like the end result to be? Is there something that I need to fix? Is there something that you need me to to do? Is there something, are you looking for an apology? What is it that needs to happen at this point? Do you have instructions for me or direction for me? So if I am not aware that that's the way that they communicate and that's how they like to receive information, then I might go to them with all this story and this backstory and all this other information and just cause them to become very lost in the conversation in general. So if I'm aware that that's the way that they communicate, then what I might do in the future is just go with the facts, the specifics, and what it is that I need and what I'm looking for as an end result. Now, if they are someone that loves all of the fluff and stuff and they want all the details all down to the nooks and crannies, then I might make the story a lot longer letting them know as much as possible because that's what I'm aware that they like to get. But what if I am not that type of person? Maybe I am better at just giving the details, ABC, one, two, three. This is it. This is what I need. Bam. I'm not going into the whole long drawn out story because that's the way I communicate and I'm just going to give it to you that way. Not even caring, that they may need more so what do we actually do with all of that how do we resolve that when we're trying to express something or communicate to other people well first things first if you're not familiar with that person at all meaning it might be the first time that you speak to them or the only time that you'll ever speak to them then i would always err on the side of caution and i would just go with the specifics abcs and one two threes and once they hear that you'll recognize the style of communication that they have because immediately they'll either say well tell me a little bit more about that or i'm not sure i understand or can you give me a little bit more specifics about it and then you'll recognize okay There's somebody that likes more detail. That's what they need in order for this conversation to go better. So then you immediately can adjust to giving them more information. Okay. Now, if they, when you give that ABCs and one two threes, just the facts and what it is that you need, and they said, "Okay, got it." So they're going to say, "You want that? You want that? You want that?" All right. I'll be right back. Or Yes. Okay. I could do that. No, I can't do that. Or that's not going to work for me. And, and this, then the other, and then they'll ask for something else. So you can almost immediately tell from that, whether or not you're talking to an ABC one, two, three person, or you're talking to a story time person. That's what I call it. I'm a story type communicator. <laughs> I'm a story type episode um, podcaster, you know I like to tell stories, and that's how I communicate. And I give way more than possibly needed. And some of my listeners might be ABCs and one two three type people. They they're probably saying and screaming, "Just get to the point, Akami." <laughs> so I'm sorry if you're one of those ABC one two three people, and I just get on your nerves. You probably fast forward some of my episodes just so I can get to the point. Okay, I digress. Now, if you want to have a good relationship and a good um, way of communicating, you're you're going to have to be very in tune to the people that you're talking to. You're going to have to be very aware of the style that you're giving to them. And like I said, if you're a storytime teller or storytime talker like myself, then it's important for me to adjust it. Just adjust it with everyone, especially if I'm not familiar with them, to ABCs and 123s because that might be their language and you might get a lot done faster with that in the conversation, okay? Not necessarily that they're going to respond the way that you want, but still, that makes it simpler. You don't have to go through the whole story time and all that kind of stuff with this person because it's not going to work for them. And if you're the one that's an ABC one, two, three type of person, and you notice that there is story time, have patience, have patience with that person and give them a little bit more because that's what is needed. And you are trying to learn how to speak the language of the other person. And also if you're an ABC one, two, three person and you're receiving the communication from someone, it is so Rude and so, this you know disrespectful sometimes to, you know, rush them along if they're a story time talker, or interrupt with uh huh mm-hmm, yeah yeah okay 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 so 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 just can you skip to the point? That is so annoying to me when I talk to people, but I recognize that that's the way that they are, and so I'll I'll make the adjustment. And I won't allow my feelings to get hurt because I get it. I get that everybody is not like me at all. So how important is it for you to be aware of the style or language of the other person and their way of communicating? If you are really someone that wants to know and wants to learn, then you will probably be a very good person for someone to talk to or somebody that they will come to um, if they have something they want to resolve, if not, then you will find that most people will avoid coming to you because you may not make them feel safe and What I mean by feeling safe is if someone that comes to you that might be a story time talker and they find that you first take what they're saying out of context because you, you're an ABC123 type of communicator and you don't want all that other stuff, then that means you may be, be, you may be behaving in a way that's insensitive. And, so, and then if you react to um, their, um, co- their communication in a negative way, then they may feel like, you know what, I don't think I want to come talk to you anymore. Because, you know, you always overreact, you always interrupt, you always seem distracted, you're not really paying attention. And I get it. If they're not that type of um, communicator, and that's not the language that they speak, then I get why they may react that way. However, they will need to adjust their way of listening. So sometimes effective communication and effective listening requires that we understand who it is that we're talking to and the language that they are speaking because everybody deserves to be heard and understood. And no one wants to feel unsafe when they are bringing something to your attention. And validating feelings and acknowledging what they're saying to you is a key component of effective communication and listening. So, I don't know if I rambled on because, like I said, I am a story time talker. <laughs> that is just how I am. But I'm hoping that you heard what was being communicated to you in this episode and you may take some time to reflect back on the way and the style that you communicate and the people that come to you to communicate something. Um, to you. Are they good listeners? Are they only interested in the facts? Or are they interested in the details? Are you going to them when you communicate with blame, shame, guilt, criticism, and judgment, making it even more difficult for them to hear what you got to say in the first place? Because even if they are, even if they are the type of people that um, brings the conversation with shame, blame, criticism, judgment, and things like that, doesn't mean that you have to give back to them what they're giving to you. You can allow yourself to um, speak with compassion and communicate with compassion. And there are two styles that um, I like to teach, you know, clients that work with me um, when it comes to communicating with others. And one is called nonviolent communication, and the other is called compassion communication. Now, I'm not going to go into the details of that here because that is something that, you know, you would want to work one-on-one with somebody if that is something that you're trying to improve on. But you can always feel free to listen through to the end and find out how to communicate to me what your needs are in this, in this arena. So, all right, well, I'm hoping that I gave you enough to begin the process of changing your communication style and your language and learning the communication style and language of others. Making sure that you listen all the way to the end to whatever someone is trying to communicate to you before you formulate a response, before you react, and before you um, decide on or judge how what they're, what they're saying to you making sure that you take some time to pause, you know, when you're responding, take a deep breath and think about what it is you say, because whatever words you communicate, those words don't just vaporize. They actually get planted. They plant as seeds and you don't want to reap a harvest with negative words. You don't want to reap a negative harvest because of your negative words. So let your words show compassion, kindness, love, understanding, and empathy. And always be mindful of the tone that you give. And, you know, I'm somebody that speaks with a lot of compassion sometimes. So it may seem like I'm upset sometimes, but that's not it. It's just, that's how it is for me when I speak. But I I make sure I moderate, you know, I, I moderate that sometimes. So I'm not coming off to the other person as being upset when i'm just really compassionate about what it is or passionate about what it is i'm saying and if you are someone that you find that you're interrupting them when they're talking or they're interrupting you when you're talking you know just stop for a minute and you know make that known so people understand that that's what's happening in the conversation okay and always when you're finished it doesn't hurt to summarize Some of the talking points that you had with that person, just to make sure that before you walk away, everybody understands what just happened, what was the situation, and how y'all are going to move forward from that point on. So it doesn't matter whether you're just giving instruction, it doesn't matter whether or not you're expressing your emotions, whether or not you're just trying to share an idea, or if you're looking for feedback. If you just keep those points in mind, you'll have a much better relationship with that person, whether it's um, a family member, intimate partner, um, in your social settings, in your workplace. This works no matter what. All right. Okay. So I'm going to stop right there because this is going way too long, but I hope that I have planted the seeds with the words that I just spoke and I hope that you received it with an open heart. Until the next time, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Y'all take great care. Thank you for deciding to listen all the way through to the end. Now, I hope that you will share this on your social media platform or feel free to go on Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. That just helps me get the word out. I would also appreciate any feedback you may have about this episode or the podcast itself. You can do that in writing through email at akiamemccoy at gmail.com. Or if you want more information or you want to work with me, you can go to my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. All of this information will be in the show notes. If you also wish to schedule a free 10-minute consultation with me, you can give me a call at 404-759-4853. Also, on Anchor, you are able to leave a recorded message about this episode, which could be played for our viewers or our listeners on the end of the episode. It just talks about the topic that you just heard and gives your feedback. All right. Until the next time, good mental health, good physical health, and always good spiritual health. Y'all take care, care.